15 days up on my rumble and i'm starting a collection of you know my, my best work and i'm how do i get up at 3 a.m just like full of full of life full of love all right just ready to, to share like sharing is caring sharing these old you know undiscovered lost and forgotten classics all right that is caring how do i do it how do i go to bed at 9 p.m up and at it at 3 a.m and it's because it's not just the spiritual component it's not just the cold showers it's not just the modafinil it's not just the beef organ capsules it's not just 12 step sponsoring and being sponsored it's not just 12 step meetings it's not just prayer and meditation it's not just healthy amounts of exercise and healthy food and drinking green drinks no there are a lot of beautiful women in my life and i float with them and i talk with them and i sing and dance with them sometimes i even touch them but only in a wholesome way they will they will t be the first to tell you that my touch is much more benedictory than, than penetrative to quote the the history boys but just the prospect of seeing all these beautiful lovely adorable fantastic amazing stimulating funny wise challenging women like you know every day like ah i love it and it just fills me with energy and i just want to i just want to share with you you know all the great things in my life but i'm incredibly vulnerable i was running i was singing i was listening to music you know running through beverly hills the other day and suddenly i got really dizzy like i, I felt like i was just about to collapse but you know this is it this is the end i'm about to have a total collapse and, and i stopped running and the the dizziness went away it, it hasn't returned but just like out of nowhere i'm feeling great I, i'm running and then suddenly this you know overwhelming dizziness just just hits me and then you know i look at the news on my phone and it talks about how for about five percent of the population if they vigorously exercise they're at great risk of a stroke so no matter who you are you're incredibly vulnerable i've interviewed thousands of people in my life and the common denominator to all interviews is i notice when i get to know people how vulnerable they are you know from elon musk to joe biden to donald trump to ron DeSantis to vladimir putin to Rishi Sunak, to Colin Liddell, to Richard Spencer. Like, we're all incredibly vulnerable. Like, I, I was running along, and suddenly this dizziness, you know, fit hits me, and I thought it was all over right there. You know, my, my smirk suddenly faded, all right? I wasn't smirking when, when the world just started swimming, and I, I thought I was about to collapse. So, yeah, Vladimir Putin's vulnerable. We're all vulnerable because we're all going to die, and life is unpredictable. There are just constant changes and challenges. We, we rely on people and then they die, they move, they, they change. And the things that we've been using to support us, you know, disappear. We get, may get a great deal of meaning from, you know, our physical strength. And then we get sick and that goes away. We may get a great deal of meaning from our social community. And then we may fall out with our social community. We may get most of our meaning from our profession. Then we might lose our profession. Like we may get a great deal of meaning from our family. And then we become alienated from our family. So yeah, Vladimir Putin is vulnerable. Everybody's vulnerable. You're vulnerable. I'm vulnerable. You know, it could all end tonight. So let, let's get, uh, I like this guy, Vlad Vexler. I played a little bit of him yesterday. Pathetic and wobbly. Um, talking about Putin. speech i've written it in the form of a, a twitter thread this will actually help us as always get get through the points quickly it lasted just over five minutes i think 
Putin's speech reveals weakness and new possibilities, just the old point, for the politicization of the Russian space. Don't exaggerate this. Don't think that the depoliticized blob in the middle is going to dissolve or that there's going to be a revolution in Russia. Not at all. But though we shouldn't exaggerate this crack in Putin's aura of legitimacy, which we talked about in the video on the main channel yesterday, that crack is there. He knows about it and it's irreversible. Still, I see that Putin is feeling incandescent rage at Prigozhin. This image of a dictator it's overthrown via a, a mutiny of a certain kind, a mutiny that's got out of control, is an ultimate nightmare for Putin. So he feels incandescent rage at Prigozhin that came through again. Betrayal is the highest moral crime for Putin. His relationship with, with betrayal is traumatic, in my view. Now, of course, Prigozhin wasn't trying to replace Putin, but Prigozhin generated a potentially revolutionary situation. That's how I'd put it. Um, and if that situation had gone further, it's not clear what Prigozhin would have done, although the odds are that he, he would have been handled eventually by the state and by the regime. But I'm saying here, Putin spoke as though Prigozhin's march presented an existential threat to his life. I'm confident about that psychological observation about Putin. He spoke with the wobbliness of somebody who felt that his power was in danger and his life relatedly too. The message to the Wagnerites who participated in the march is extraordinary and its weakness won't, you know, go unnoticed. He roughly said that you've done something so terrible, but I forgive you. The I forgive you bit is implied, but very strongly implied in various things he said. So those of you who accept that you've made a mistake, these are pretty much his words, can sign up with the MOD, can just go home or can go to Belarus. And we're going to see what that means because we, we don't know. Um, Many experts' assumption was that if Prigozhin goes to Belarus, that's not the same as Prigozhin going to Belarus with some Wagner folks and accompanying him in numbers, because it's not clear how that would be acceptable to anybody, including Lukashenko. So what that means, Putin is telling them, you can go to Belarus, we're going to have to follow. Of course, revolutions we know are impossible for Mr. Putin. They have to be expressions of malign foreign interference. And so Putin's notion of the organic revolution... Okay, so Vladimir Putin seems to, to me to have done more with the cards he, he's been dealt than any other leader of a major country in the past uh, 25 years. So I think he's been pretty effective leader for Russian interests. And so I, I'm not buying that, you know, he's about to lose it all. He's about to be killed. He's about to be overthrown. Yet, I got to recognize it could happen. So, well, what is the answer? Says two cents in the chat. The answer is reality always wins. We're all incredibly vulnerable. Reality is infinitely more complicated than we can possibly comprehend. It can all end for us at any moment. Everything that we rely on can go away. And here's the answer. One, one answer to your question. There are four stages of life that we're always just moving into and out of, right? Where in a, there's one stage, which is just vulnerability. Uh, just, you know, feeling lost, small in a, in a big world, incredibly vulnerable. Uh, there's the stage of feeling, you know, grandiose, where you, you've really, you know, got, got the world at, at your feet. There's the stage of mastery where you're learning. Uh, there's a stage of just utter helplessness. And we're always in, you know, one stage or another, and we, just, we never graduate from any of these stages. So you might feel absolutely helpless today, and then, you know, one thing goes right for you, and you suddenly regain your mojo. Or... You may feel a sense of mastery and then your back goes out and you become totally helpless or you may be cruising along and you might be hit by a crying jag and just feel an overwhelming sadness uh, depression hitting un unexpectedly 
and you just feel incredibly small in a big world. So it will always be one of these four states, like feeling helpless, feeling you know, lonely, small in a big world, uh, feeling a sense of mastery, or you know, feeling grandiose, that you know, feeling more than what we really are. And whatever state we're in, we can always work on mastery. Right? We can always become more accepting of reality, more, more effective at uh, negotiating reality, but we never get to graduate from vulnerability we never become immune to being helpless, sad, you know, lost and, and lonely at times. Because uh, the better a support system you have, you know, the better your approach to life, the more you're a friend to yourself, the more effectively you'll, you'll navigate these various stages. So a lot of you are saying by now, 40, we are 31 minutes and 22 seconds into this stream, and you haven't even played any scintillating content from decoding the gurus fix that right now real world responsibility but i also okay so this is medical doctor and author jonathan howard 